Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Well, good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. I am your host. Philo Reed, also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday, everyone. What an awesome day to just give God thanks for just being God all by himself. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma paralyzed him with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing. It's how we used prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization Established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, we provide resources, tips, and prevention insights. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to create the life they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany brain injury. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul. This is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. You know, um, oftentimes after surviving a tragedy, life can become chaotic. It can become hectic. And you really may feel like your life is over and that you're not going to make it. Well, those challenges can become so overwhelming, it can really push you into a place of isolation. But this is not the time for that. It's not the time that you want to give up, and it's not the time for you to give in. It's actually the time to truly understand the power of your words because it's through your words that you are going to find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. It's through your words that you're going to find joy. It's through your words that you're going to find peace, and you are going to realize that you actually possess the power to turn your tragedy into triumph. Another one in my book is for the caregivers, and it's called What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? So how many caregivers do we have listening um, in this evening? You know, so many times caregivers never stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. And being a caregiver myself now for over 18 years, I was one who always, and I mean always, put my needs on the back burner. And whether it's just a need for self-care or just 
taking a moment to walk outside and get a, a breath of fresh air, to just go for a walk and enjoy the scenery. I wasn't able to do that. I had really lost myself in the caregiving process. In my book, I share techniques and strategies that every caregiver needs to walk away with the peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on their caregiving journey. Now, guys, you know today is January 12th. This is the first quarter of 2020. Oh, my gosh. 2020, the year of clear vision. And one thing as Christians, uh, I'm a firm believer that we do not set resolutions for the new year. We set goals. And I have a book, my journal, Goal Setting Journey. And that's just what it helps. That is just what it says. It's a goal setting journal. And this book was written to really help you um, with setting goals and really understanding how to accomplish those goals. So how many of you really just feel like your goals are not within arm's reach? What do I mean by that? I mean you may be having trouble writing down your goals and actually breaking them down so that you can actually attain them. Do you really understand and know that your goals should be centered around God's vision and plans for your life? So if your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goals, then guess what? The things in your life that you expect to change or be different, they won't change or be different. That's why you need to properly lay your goals out and go after them. And this book will definitely show you just how to do that. And last, guys, I want to talk to you um, about my devotional, Soaring by the Power of God. This is a 31 devotional that's designed to enable you to soar as the events of your life are transformed into empowering moments. How do you say this? It happens through daily reading and guided prayers. That's right. The intention is for you to increase your self-control and discover happiness and hope and refocus your life on what really matters. This devotional was written for both men and women who are really seeking a more intimate relationship with Christ. Again, happy Sunday. Uh, I'm really excited um, about you guys being here this evening. All of my books can be can be viewed and purchased from my website. We have Bible study notebooks. We have prayer journals. And we also have our 2020 uh, dated and non-dated planners. Again, all books can be ordered from my website, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, as well as Books A Million. Please visit my website at www.twilereed.com to secure your autographed copy today. Well, happy Sunday again, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show It's been a rainy day here in Savannah, Georgia. I don't know about where you are in the world, but um, I've been watching the news, and I know there's been some pretty severe storms um, that that have really traveled across the United States. So if you're listening and and you, um, you are living in an area that has been affected by the storm, we want you to know that we are praying for you all and pray that God's um, hand of protection will stay over you all as you go through your stages of recovery. Here in the Conference Cafe, we highlight authors and 
entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious, and they are here to share their testimony of hoping healing with the world, to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel on their own personal journey. So for today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conferencecafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Conqueror's Cafe. So if you or someone you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's get together and create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. All right, guys, it is time for our scripture for this evening, for our our devotional reading. I'm actually going to be reading from um, um, the devotional that I mentioned to you guys, Soaring by the Power of God, the 31-day devotional. And today the scripture is coming from 2 Chronicles, the 15th chapter, the 7th verse. That's 2 Chronicles 15 and 7. And it reads, But you must be strong and not be discouraged. The work that you do will be rewarded. I'm going to read that again. 2 Chronicles 15 and 7. But you must be strong and not be discouraged. The work that you do will be rewarded. And for a few minutes, I want to talk to you from a topic, don't give up. Don't give up. The Lord wants us to be strong during adversity. We should not become disheartened and give up when we face challenges. When the tides of change come rolling in and fear seems to be everywhere present, God's word is a solid, sure foundation that the storm cannot wash away. Our spiritual strength is revealed in the way we cope with adversity. When we're strong in the Lord, we can bear our burdens easily. But if we are not, even a small burden can be too heavy for us. The Lord wants us to rest in him when we become weary. So we must spend time alone with God in order to receive his strength. We must listen to his voice, stop worrying, and receive his encouragement. He wants us to rejoice in him even in times of hardship because in him we will find our strength. So whatever we're going through, Jesus already knows about it. And unlike other religions of the world, he is with us. He's not in a tomb. He's alive forevermore. He is in us and he is for us. Not only that, but the Bible tells us to be strong and not discouraged because Jesus is always interceding on our behalf. Now, that alone should um, embolden us to hold fast our confession of faith in him. We can have unmovable, unshakable confidence that he will steady us and strengthen us and calm every storm. He will be our anchor, our steadfast hope. On the rolling tides and crashing waves, he will see us safely through the storm and guide us to our destination. When it looks like he's doing nothing, oh, he's working very busily behind the scenes. Are you waiting on an answer to something that you prayed about? Does it seem like it's taking forever for God to answer? If you're waiting on an answer for him, 
Don't give up before you hear his voice. Don't give up before he moves. You will never regret waiting on him, but you just might regret moving before he's ready. God knows the situation that you're facing now seems unbearable. He knows that no one is aware of what you're going through. He knows that you haven't spoken a word of this to anyone, but don't give up. Sometimes when people go through something for a long time, they tend to uh, lean to the idea that things will always be this way. They get used to being in that situation. But remember, God is still on the throne, and he hasn't given up on you. So don't you dare give up on him. It doesn't matter how long you have a problem. The power of God is still able to turn it around. He's still the God that's there. Nothing is too hard for him. For with him, all things are possible. I want you to say that with me. With God, all things are possible. We must continually believe in God so that we can receive from him. No situation is too big for him to handle. Your situation is not big enough for God to change his mind. So whatever God has declared, it cannot be reversed. Unless God has not declared it, then guess what? You can expect it not to come to pass. Surely, if you do not give up on God, you will not be defeated. Hold on to your faith. Don't be moved by what you see. God is not only calling upon us, saying, don't give in, be resistant, but he is also challenging us by saying, don't give up, be consistent. Keep your relationship with God as your primary focus and your priority. And most of all, don't let go and don't give up. Amen. Amen. Let's give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or please call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles and your personalized T-shirts. The Birmingham Slayers, if you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area, and you are looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before. Then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. And if you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at twilightreads.com for details. Oh, guys. Have an amazing show lined up for you all this evening. We are in for a very, very special treat this evening. Our guest 
She's a published author, a true survivor in every sense of the word. She's filled with the wisdom and filled with the Holy Spirit to empower, educate, and enlighten you. So I want you guys to relax. Go ahead and grab your cup of coffee, grab your cup of tea, as we prepare to be blessed by this truly anointed vessel. But first, we are going to take a quick break. But don't you move, because we're going to be right back. Hello, this is Dr. Andrea T. Harris of YourGrowthAgent.com, and you are listening to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show.
And that is Carrie Joby with Healer. The song says, nothing is impossible for you, God. You hold my world in your hands. Welcome back to the Conference Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you all this evening. Our guest this evening, Kayla Holton, is a Christian author who has experienced the foster care system firsthand. In her book, Broken and Alone, she takes you through a foster child struggle as she tries hard to repair broken relationships while entering and exiting exiting the system, showing the isolation and loneliness that ensues. So without further ado, please help me welcome to the show this evening, Ms. Kayla. Well, hello there, Ms. Kayla. Hello. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. How are you guys? Great. Thank you so much for joining us. We are super excited and elated to have you here with us on today. How has your Sunday been today? A little rainy. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a lot rainy here in Savannah, Georgia. But, you know, um, uh, um, I guess probably uh, around noon today, the rain kind of slowed down and sun kind of came out just a little bit, but it was still overcast and, you know, a bit dreary. But nonetheless, we're just grateful for this day, and we're grateful to have you here on the show with us today. Well, thank you, ma'am. I'm glad to be here. Yes. Well, you know, um, I read your bio, and I and I did the introduction, but I really would like for you just to say hello in your own words to our listeners. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in and listening to me. Um, I hope that my words can inspire someone to either step up and help a foster child, or if they are a foster child, I hope that my words encourage you that this isn't where your story ends. Oh, that's awesome. Not where your story ends. That is so true. Well, Kayla, let's get started. Now, we always go back to the very beginning. Um, when the authors um, first started their writing journey. So I want you to talk about when you first started writing and what inspired you to do so. Um, I first started writing when I was in the eighth grade as a mandatory writing assignment. That actually got me published in a national book, Um, but I didn't continue to write. I just let circumstances of life get in the way, and I quit. Um, it just wasn't something I thought I was going to do anything with. And then later on, about three years ago, I picked it back up, and I just can't stop. <laughs> That's how it happens, you know. So now I heard you say that you stopped writing because you really didn't think it was something that you were going to do. So let's go back to that that person right there. Now, if there was one thing that you could tell your younger writing self, Anything at all, what would it be? If I could tell my younger self something, it would be not to stop writing. Each circumstance that you face is another story that can be someone else's saving grace. God's chosen you to speak through to them for a challenge that they need to overcome. Awesome. 
Let's talk about Broken and Alone. In regards to your book, what's the genre of the book, and what is the inspiration behind that wonderful title? Um, the book is completely fiction. Um, it is just a made-up scenario. Um, but what's it inspired from is from all the foster children that I've met during my lifetime and through the one year of foster care that I've spent in the system as a teenager. And it's hard, and you feel broken, and you feel alone, like there is nobody else. Wow. So it's safe to say just from your own personal experience, even though it was just a year, um, gave you the strength and the insight and the inspiration to just really want to inspire and motivate others who are listening. Yes, for sure. Now, let's talk about the audience that you write for. When you think about Broken and Alone and the characters, the main character in the book, I want you to think about that character and the message to the audience that you are writing for. Let's talk about that audience. Describe the audience that you write for. Um, I mean, anyone can read the book, but it's mainly to those foster teens that are in our orphanages all across the country and that are you know, in the foster home, because they're not home with their mom and dad. And even though they are teenagers, they do not understand. There's questions left unanswered, and they're just, they need to know that this does not stop their story. Okay, so let's talk about those, let's talk to those teenagers right now that you're writing for. In regards to the message that you're trying to portray to the readers, what are two things that you would want those teenagers to walk away with after reading your book? I want that young teen to take away from reading this book that being a foster child is not the end of the world, even though it really does right. seem like it is. It's the beginning of an amazing story that's part of your life. You're more than a foster child. You are loved and worth so much more than you could ever imagine, and God's love and grace will carry you through this. Oh gosh, that that is awesome. Those words are so heart heartfelt. And I've I've never been in a foster care system, Kayla, but I've known some people who have. And my heart always, you know, kind of would go out to them. And when I think about um, when you're talking about orphanages, let's talk about some statistics here a little bit, okay? Okay. Um. Okay, so according to AdoptionNetwork.com, 107,918 foster children are eligible for and waiting to be adopted. And in 2014, well, let's stop right there at that number first. So 107,918 children are eligible and waiting to be adopted. How difficult is the adoption process? Is it easy? Is it hard? Or, like, why is the number so high? Do you think it's difficult to find placement or, you know, the right atmosphere for for the foster children? Well, I'm going to be completely honest here because that's the only way I know to be. And the adoption, adopting from foster care is impossible. Unless you want wow. to be the foster home. 
And some of us don't want to just be foster homes. We want the permanency for the children because we've been that child. And the criteria to be an adopted parent is ridiculous, and our country needs to do something about it. Now, when you say the criteria is, is, is ridiculous, let's talk about that just briefly. What, what are some of the, the requirements for adults to qualify to be adopted parents? Oh, we've actually tried to adopt my husband and I. And mm-hmm. because I'd been in the foster care system, because my father had committed suicide, I was not eligible to adopt. My oh. past has nothing to do with my ability to raise a child. We've raised six. We have very successful oh. children. My mouth is really I mean, wide open. <laughs> yes. It is crazy. And, I mean, wow. that's why there's so many children. And if we don't wow. step in and take back control of our foster care system and put it back into mm-hmm. the churches, that number is just going to continue to grow. And when you're talking about adoption, um, here's another statistic that I took from AdoptionNetwork.com. It said in 2014, mm-hmm. 50,644 foster kids were actually adopted and that this number has stayed consistent for the past five years. Now, like, just based off what you said, that I guess that explains why that number is not higher because it should be out the roof with as many foster children that <clears throat> that they are, are, are quoting, 107,000 but only 50,000 were adopted. And, and that was back in 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. The number has not changed. Well, and I mean, the foster parents have the ability to adopt these children. And if these children become too much for them, they can turn these children in like a shirt that no longer fits them. And that they are oh, wow. sad. That is sad. So are you telling me that you can adopt, and if it doesn't work out, then you can take the child back and say, hey, I changed my mind? Pretty much. Oh, wow. That's heartbreaking. Wow. Um, the, the I want to read another. Between 143 million to 210 million orphans worldwide. That, that, that's a recent UNICEF report, that there are between 143 million to 210 million orphans worldwide. Now, I want to ask you this. Just based off what you just told me, with the qualifications and the criteria being really, like you said, ridiculous, how many do you think are homeless or commit suicide or unemployed or end up in prison? There's probably over half that wind up in the same circumstances that they were removed from because they do not have anybody to direct them on the path that they should be living. There is nothing out there. And my goal for 2020 is to put a program together that will help direct them into the path they need to go. Wow. 
Now, I also read that when you're talking about orphanages, that orphanages no longer exist in America. And and when you talk about what has replaced orphanages, guess what? Government funded foster care systems. And they and, yes. and what I read was the, the the goal is for a reunification of children with families who can properly care for them. But how many times do you actually find a foster parent and let's just be honest, okay, that that doing this because they really want to help the child and it's not for uh, financial gain. Um, I I can be honest with you. Um, a neighbor of mine <laughs> is a foster parent, and I have actually called and reported her before, Kayla, because I witnessed her yelling and really screaming and talking to the child, and it that was not proper, and it really just broke my heart. And I and I called, and nothing happened. No, nothing happened. Wow. And there's probably out of ten homes, there's probably two out of those ten that want the children there mm-hmm. to move them in a better direction. Well, I am going to be in prayer with you and stand with you and pray that God will open doors and give you favor to start this program. And I want to let you know that when you do get it started, uh, we will definitely bring you back on the show so that we can help you promote the program. We can talk about the program so the listeners around the world will really know that there is a program out there and there are people who really want to help and have a heart to serve and really want to do right by these children who, you know, just don't have their parents for whatever reason. So we really are going to be um, just standing in prayer with you that everything, you know, just, you know, comes together and all the doors that need to be opened will open up for you, Kayla. Well, thank you so very much. Now let's talk about some of the things that motivate you to keep writing. I I already know. I can hear the passion, uh, you know, in your voice when you talk about this, and I love it. And I think when you're passionate about your purpose, and, and what you've truly been called to do, it really makes a difference. So let's talk about uh, a few of those things that are motivating you to keep writing. Well, I have two main things that motivate me to keep writing. One of those is going to be my best friend named Christy. If I didn't continue to write, I would have to hear her grumble about it all the time. <laughs> well, shout out to and, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote broken and alone and I left it at one of the children's homes and I left it with a girl and I can't give her name for privacy reasons but when that little girl wrote me a letter and told me that if I could survive being in foster care for however long then she could make it through too and that's why I keep writing and you know what Kayla that's what it's all about you just confirm what I say on every single interview that I do you know what I say that the trauma that we go through and the things that we go through, the hardships that we go through, the things that we face, it is never for us. God chose you for a reason. 
and that we shouldn't mumble and complain about it. We should just say, thank you, God, for finding me worthy to be the one to show others that, hey, that if you did this for me, if you brought me out of this dark pit and you brought me out of the foster care system, then, hey, just like that little girl wrote you the letter, then then you, you guess how many others that you can inspire and that you can empower and encourage to say, hey, I have the will and I can make it out of this. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am beautiful. God has given me beauty for ashes. And then, hey, if he did it for you and you made it out, that they can too. Yes, for sure. Awesome. That's what I love to hear. You know, a lot of times uh, when we go through things, and, and especially when authors go through things and they have a testimony, sometimes I really just hear, you know, the woe is me, you know, why did I go through this? And, and I was I was like that at first. When we had our car accident and I went through that moment in time, you know, with, with, with our son being paralyzed and in a coma, I, I was angry with God, and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I had that woe is me mentality mm-hmm. until God really – uh, had to show me, hey, this is not about you. It's not about you. I'm going to get my glory. I just need you to trust me. And so I applaud you because that is exactly what you've done. You've trusted God and you've allowed him to order your steps and to really guide you to where you are right now. And look at what you're doing, all the great things you are encouraging others who are in the foster care system. Again, they see your strength and it really gives them hope. It does. I didn't realize it did until I received the letter. Wow. And that's just one of many that you are going to receive, many that uh, people are going to be calling you and just saying, hey, you know, your story is such an inspiration to me. You know, thank you for sharing your testimony. Uh, One thing I want to encourage you to do is to don't stop sharing it. Don't stop talking about it. Don't be ashamed of it because you went through it for a reason. And the only way that you are going to be able to empower others and help others is by sharing. They won't know your story if you don't share it. So please don't stop. Continue sharing. Continue uh, uh, giving hope and, you know, letting people know, hey, that they can go from tragedy to triumph. Yes, they can. And I don't plan to stop. We are just getting started. That's right. (laughs) I want to uh, let our listeners know that our phone lines are now open, and you can dial in at 657-383-0898 if you have a question or a comment. Our guest is Ms. Kayla Holton, and she's here discussing her book, Broken and Alone. In her book, she takes you through a foster child struggle and she tries to repair broken relationships while entering and exiting the system, showing the isolation and loneliness that she ensues. Separated from her sisters and raised in an orphanage, Jennifer reaches maturation and now and is now on her own. Armed with a bus ticket and a suitcase, she returns to her birth town on a quest to find her birth parents. There she quickly discovers that sometimes, Family doesn't always have to be blood. This Christian author has experienced the foster care system firsthand and therefore encourages others who also have to know that they too can heal from the pain of the past and be inspired in the process. So please call in 
383-0898, and just press the number one, and we will bring you on live to ask your question or uh, share your comments. Now, Kayla, let's talk about some of the authors that inspire you. Well, you know, I actually had to Google who I read. I read all the time. <laughs> and I knew he was going to ask this question. I'm like, well, who do I even read? But the first story that comes to mind is going to be Romeo and Juliet. I know everybody's heard it, but it just really inspired me that even through tragedy, our lives don't stop there. Yes, that's right. And and I really believe, again, like I said, your life really does not stop after a tragedy because um, now that you've made it through, you have a responsibility, you have an obligation to share that testimony. God didn't bring you out to just go sit under a rock and to keep that testimony to yourself. He brought you out for a reason, to share that, to, to, to give others um, hope, to know that, hey, I, that he is a healer and that he truly can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ever ask or think. And so we have an obligation. So, again, thank you for sharing that testimony and thank you for, for, for being so passionate about, you know, the things you shared today and, and just the will to continue to go on to make a difference. Now, I want to talk about some of the things that you do in your spare time that does not include writing. When you just have some downtime for yourself, you know, even if it's just taking a walk or do you like the beach, uh, just what are some of those things that you like to do that, that doesn't include writing? I like to shop. Um, <laughs> and if you ask my husband, I shop way too much. Um, <laughs> I think all husbands will probably say that. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but when well, I'm hey, not they shopping, say it's therapeutic. <laughs> it is very therapeutic. What are some of your favorite stores that you like? Oh, I like the country stores. Like Tractor and Supply to get my goats and donkeys treats. Every week. <laughs> I, I bet you like farmer's markets, too. I really do. <laughs> I know. I do, too. And I just love it. Just just to go and just, just see the fresh produce and just to be able to appreciate Little things like that, you know, so when you said that, I said, okay, I guarantee you, I know it, I know it, I know it. Um, I go to the farmer's market some Saturdays. It's actually just a peaceful place, really. It really is. It's definitely not crowded. (laughs) No, because, you know, we we are a society that like fast food and junk food. And so people that go to the farmer's market, uh, I, I don't know, I don't think they, the ones that don't go really don't know what they're missing out on. Just, just really just actually just being in a place uh, where there's just naturalness and, and, and just being able to appreciate the things that God has provided for us, the, the natural things from the earth that he's provided for us. you got to kind of, have a different mindset to be able to appreciate those things, I think. I think you're right. <laughs> now, let's talk about some of your upcoming events. Do you have anything that's coming up that you want to share with everyone? 
I do have a book signing on January the 16th at the library in Sylvester, Georgia. We'll be there from 5 until 6.30. And as of right now, that is all that is on my schedule. Okay, so repeat that again, please. I have a book signing for Broken and Alone on January the 16th at the library in Sylvester, Georgia. We will be there from 5 to 6.30 p.m. 30 p.m. All right. Now, what about um, connecting with you? Let the listeners know how they can connect with you and how they can purchase your book. The book is available on Amazon, and you can also locate it on any of the other big retail stores off their websites. It should be available. You can reach out to me on Facebook or by email at KaylaHolton10 at gmail.com. I'm writing this down so we can go back and say it again for you. Okay, awesome. So, listeners, if you are in the Sylvester, Georgia area on January the 16th, uh, Miss Holton will be at the library there for a book signing from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Again, that's January 16th in Sylvester, Georgia. The library there from 5 to 6.30 p.m. And her book, Broken and Alone, is available on Amazon and all of the major retail bookstores. You can also reach out to her via email at KaylaHolton10 at gmail.com as well as on Facebook. Now, Kayla, we are almost done, but before we go, I want you to talk to the foster child teenager that may be listening or foster parent that may be listening that want to share their story but just really don't know how or where to begin, I want you to give them some words of inspiration and motivation uh, to just inspire them if if they really want to become an author but just don't know where to start. You just start writing. You don't worry about how it sounds to you because nothing I write sounds good to me. Nothing. (laughs) But everybody else seems to love it. So God will give you the words that someone else needs to hear to heal them. So just write. Oh, I love that. Awesome advice. God will give you the words that others will need to hear. Oh, that is wonderful advice. And, and you know, if you are listening and um, you are desiring to write your testimony or write your story, perfect advice. Don't worry about how it sounds. Don't worry about the spelling. Just write. You know, that's what editors are for. Um, You will have a team to take care of all of those things. The most important thing for you to do is just get in a space, spend some quiet time every single day, five, ten minutes a day to just write. Just write what God is downloading. And like Kayla said, don't worry about it because God will give you the words that others need to hear. Now, Kayla, this is our last question. I want you to share with our listeners, what does the word conquer mean to you? The word conquer to me is probably a little more personal because I've always been told I didn't matter. I couldn't become anything. I had foster care, history, and I was bound to be a statistic. But I can overcome anything. So the word conquer means to me overcoming and showing others that I can through God. Overcoming and showing others that you can overcome through God. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. What an amazing testament of hope and healing. And I just want to thank you so much, Kayla, for sharing your heart with us this evening and sharing your journey with our listeners this evening. And I want to personally just encourage you to keep pressing forward. Um, I mean, just don't stop because you are making a powerful impact in the kingdom. Keep teaching and keep inspiring those that you come in contact with. And remember, when you get this organization up and running or whatever the Lord has given you, please come back so we can help you promote it and, and share, you know, the services that you're going to be providing so we can get the word out. Yes, ma'am, I sure will. Well, thank you so much again for being a guest on this evening. God bless you, and we will continue to keep you in our prayers. Thank you. Well, that is our show for this evening, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. Be sure to visit ConquerorsCafe.com and check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you are there, do not forget to subscribe to our website to stay updated on all of the great things that we are doing. We truly enjoyed you all this evening. Don't forget to join us every Sunday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for an amazing testimony of hope and healing. But before you go, remember, life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down paths in life that can be discouraging and full of frustration. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and we want to quit on this journey. You can do two things. You can stand firm and persevere, or you can give up and give out. You have the power to choose, and the choice you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, everyone, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue soaring by the power of God, transforming your traumatic events into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Good night, everyone. Take care. May God bless you, and may heaven smile upon you. We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all.